Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Good morning. everyone. Um, lots to do. 8.35, we speak with Karen Taylor Robeson yesterday. We read a, um, a tweet and also a statement that she made. She put out on social media calling for the resignation of the AZGOP chair, Kelly Ward. So we will talk with uh, Karen Taylor Robeson. As many of you know, she was the gubernatorial candidate that challenged Carrie Lake in the primary. She lost in the primary and then uh, put out a statement talking about the GOP and what needs to happen here in Arizona. So we will talk with her about the future of the Arizona Republican Party. We start with the Republican Party as a whole nationally. Yesterday, the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, made an announcement that he is running for president again. Here's a little bit of what he said. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. Now, that is uh, that is going to send shockwaves, not just through um, American politics, but I think it's going to specifically in the two uh, major parties. Uh, there is going to be a lot of conversation about what happens next. Uh, we all understand the former president brings a lot of baggage with him, but he also brings a lot of support. Is this going to divide or help unify or make no difference in what happens with the uh, with the Republican Party nationally? It was a uh, raucous event. I, I would ha- I would say that's a pretty. Um, good way of putting it. And there's some reaction from people and what happened. Uh, let's um, this is uh, Ron DeSantis after the president went after him a little bit. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I would just tell people to go check out the scoreboard from last Tuesday night. So there it is. I want you to hear a little bit more from the president. A couple of things a former president had to say and why he's running for office again. Now we have a president who falls asleep at global conferences, was held in contempt by the British Parliament over Afghanistan. He said thank you to the wrong country for inviting him to a major summit on the environment of all things. So we know which way this is going to go. Now, last night's speech, by most accounts, was a very measured, very well-tempered speech. But the question is, will Donald Trump stick to the script? Will Donald Trump be effective in this? Is, is, is Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, is he the next person in line for a nomination with the Republican Party? There are a lot of people in the Republican Party that believe that Do- it's time to move on from Donald Trump, that he cannot win nationally. And part of the reason they say that is because when you look at independent voters and how, just in Arizona, how the Trump-endorsed candidates fared, it is, it's a concern for so many people. I want to hear just a little more of this. Um, obviously, it was a long speech, but a couple of other things the former president had to say about running for president and why and other people involved. I do want to point out that in the midterms, my endorsement success rate was 232 wins and only 22 losses. You don't hear that. From the media. So it it is for many people, uh, and for full disclosure, I'm sure you've heard me say it before. I voted for Donald Trump twice. Um, I thought he was a better candidate than Hillary Clinton, and I think I was right. And I still think he was a better candidate than Joe Biden. But along with that comes the the January 6th and what happened on January 6th, what's, what the, the tweets and the anger and the vitriol. Um, are you going to be able to bring in – and it's not even independent voters as much as it is some of the Republican voters that you lost with some of the things you said. You cannot – and as much as people want to dismiss this, I don't think it's dismissible. You cannot come into Arizona 
and bash Republicans as McCain Republicans as if somehow that's an insult when the late senator was winning elections by double digits for his entire career. The Republican Party in Arizona, specifically Maricopa County's Republican Party at the time, censured John McCain. They didn't like John McCain and some of the decisions that he made. Um, and I will tell you there were decisions that the late senator made that I didn't agree with. But the idea that being connected to John McCain, and that is it within – for those of you out there, they're not even political insiders at all. This is just some insight. Just like we've heard the term rhino, Republican in name only, um, it is being called a McCain Republican became an insult within the Republican Party in some circles, which I just find to be absurd only because of the amount of years he spent being an influence, being the chairman of the Armed Services Committee and the other things that Senator McCain accomplished, becoming a candidate, the Republican nominee for president. I understand disagreements. What I don't understand is disdain. I, I you know, for the party that I'm a part of that talks about our love for vet- veterans and our love for um the people that have served and are serving this country, there are three groups of people that are revered in military circles. I would say a cut above as they all are admired, but there are three groups that are revered. Medal of Honor recipients because it is the highest honor given, highest um, uh, award given, and I hate saying award, but you earn that, risking your life to save others. And a Medal of Honor recipient is held in the highest regard. Code talkers and being in Arizona, having the privilege of getting to know some of the men that were code talkers from the Navajo Nation. They are a revered group within the military internationally, but within the military community. The other group is the POW MIAs, Prison of War and Missing in Action. John McCain spent years as a POW, was given an opportunity to leave early because his father was an admiral. As It was kind of a propaganda move by the, by the North Vietnamese, and he refused to leave, and he was going to leave in order like they are supposed to be, not because his father was an admiral. He was severely injured. I mean all these things, and I don't, I don't have to go over the late senator's resume. But there are actually people every time I've talked about John McCain that send me emails. This is from my party now that sends me emails telling me what, it, what that he wasn't a hero. And, and I thought, wow, you wouldn't say that about anybody else. So I don't know where the political disdain within the Republican Party. I understand the disagreement. I understand in the Democratic Party disagreements with Joe Manchin or disagreements with Kirsten Sinema and their stance on issues. I don't understand disdain. And – You can't come into Arizona and dump on McCain Republicans and then expect them to show up. It's been proven now in two different elections, 2020 and 2022. And so if you're a candidate, you want to get as many people on your side as possible. My question is, is Donald Trump going to be able to mend fences within the Republican Party? Now, his attraction to people, people love him because he wants to break up the Republican Party. Not everyone that supports him, but many of them do. They believe that the Republican Party needs to be destroyed and rebuilt. Well, we see what happens when you do that. You lose elections because there are Republicans that I don't necessarily agree with. I will tell you that when uh, the the uh, when when the late senator's wife Cindy McCain when she came out and endorsed Joe Biden, I thought it was a a, a bad move because even in her announcement saying that her. Her husband and Joe Biden used to fight about politics all the time, but in the end, they were friends. I thought 
Well, that's why you shouldn't vote for him, because I don't think your husband, I don't believe the late senator, would have ever voted for Joe Biden because he didn't believe, didn't agree with his policies. So the question is, is there, well, there's two. The first question is, do fences need to be mended? Should this be even happening in the minds of some, or is it time to move on? The other is, if the answer is sure, if he wants to jump in there again and he could win the nomination and beat Joe Biden, then he should throw his hat in the ring just like everybody else, and let's see how the Republicans decide their primary. But then can he mend the fences? Because he is going to need, though in Arizona especially, he lost by 10,000 votes. You're going to need those McCain Republicans to show up at the polls for you. You're going to need right-leaning independents to show up at the polls for you. If this is going to be about stolen elections, if this is going to be about uh, going after I, – I like people that weren't captured. If, you're, if that happens again, then it's not going to be good for anybody in the Republican Party. I don't believe. I want to hear just a couple more things from the former president in his announcement. We must all work very hard for a gentleman named Herschel Walker, a fabulous human being who loves our country and will be a great United States senator. So that's the other question about this announcement was when he uh, talked about making this announcement last night. The concern is that because of the backlash with what's happened with some of the candidates that were Trump endorsed not winning races, was this going to hurt Herschel Walker's chance of winning? There is a concern out there that it was Kemp and the voters for Kemp that pushed Herschel Walker to where he is. Now, I will tell you, I've talked to Herschel Walker before. He is he's everything the president just said there. He is everything that, that Donald Trump. Trump just said he is a great human being. I believe he's a very nice person that doesn't necessarily translate into votes. Does this announcement help? And the reason why I ask these questions is because it's an act of service. Everybody acts as if becoming the president of the United States is is some kind of uh, achievement where you are crowned. And the whole idea behind having a president, not a, a monarch and not a king or a queen is that it's an act of service. You are there to serve your country. And if he continues, and there was a lot of this speech, and I watched most of it. There was a lot of his speech that I thought was inspirational. I thought it was measured. I thought it was all those things that you would hope you would see from a president. But will it continue? We know that that hasn't always been the case. That off script, that is when things go sideways. And will there be much tolerance for it within American politics moving forward? So it's an interesting thing. Coming up in a moment, um, Karen Taylor Robeson joins me, former GOP candidate for governor, with her statement that she made yesterday. We're going to do that coming up here in just a moment. and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. Appreciate you spending some time. Yesterday, a uh, statement was released. Uh, Karen Taylor Robeson was a candidate for governor here in Arizona, and she released a statement, um, and uh, it made some sent shockwaves through Arizona in the news, and we had not heard a lot from the former candidate since the, the primary ended, and she joins us now. Ms. Robeson, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me. Let's let's talk about the statement that you made. It was a pretty emphatic, definitely to the point statement about the uh, calling for the resignation of the AZGOP chair, Dr. Kelly Ward. Can you explain why you made that decision to come out publicly with that statement? Well, you know, Republican policies and conservative government 
works. But somehow we got the politics wrong in Arizona. And, and Kelly Ward has had multiple opportunities to win, multiple opportunities to succeed. And yet, as I said in my statement, she's failed and failed again and failed again. And and we have not, you know, we went back and looked. We have not had a Democrat governor and two Democrat senators since 1950. And so her 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 leadership has been a disaster. And and when this happens, the proof is in the pudding. The receipts are in, as they say, and she needs to go. She needs to be replaced. The Republican Party needs to rebuild itself from the ground up so that we can win our policies. You know, policies matter, but you can't implement your policies if you don't win. Do you think that it's that that would solve the problem or do you think it's a leadership change that goes deeper than just the chairperson? Well, I believe, you know, the Republican Party here in Arizona needs to do a lot of self self reflection for sure, uh, because, you know, we've been dividing ourselves and, and having having, you know, myself gone, going through a Republican primary. I can tell you that the party is divided. And and what is unfortunate is that uh, we all agree on policies. And if we're going to be able to implement those policies, we're going to have to come together and, and, and learn to respect one another, even with people that we don't always agree with. Um, you know, I am always fond of, of quoting uh, Ronald Reagan, and this is about addition and multiplication, not division and subtraction. And and yet our party has been on this path of just dividing, dividing, dividing. And, and at the end of the day, you keep doing that, and you're going to lose. And we can't continue to lose. And, and you know, and notwithstanding the, the failure to win, the other thing that our Republican Party needs to take a good look at is, is just the financial aspect of the Republican Party in, the, in Arizona. There has been, uh, I believe, some pretty significant misuse of funds. And when donors are, are giving money to the party or to the candidate, you have to be a steward of those funds. And, and from what I'm hearing, uh, there's been a lot of uh, questionable uh, spending of, of other people's money when it comes to the leadership of the Republican Party. I've been talking about the division within the Republic. I wouldn't say division, the disconnect between party leadership in Arizona and party voters across the state. Mm -hmm. The example I've used is going back years that the late Senator John McCain was winning elections by double digits in primaries and general elections for years, and yet he was censured by his own party, and it seemed as if party leadership just couldn't get along with the late senator, although the voters loved him. Well, that's absolutely correct. And, you know, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about Senator McCain, but it is clear that the folks that that are, you know, I hate to say it, stomping on his grave are not winning. They're not winning. You know, whatever you think of him, he, he you know, served his country uh, and he's I, he's dead. Why? Why do we continue to, you know, bring him into the mix at this point? It's not it hasn't didn't work for Kelly Ward, didn't work for Carrie Lake, didn't work for Donald Trump. I don't know why they would continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. It's a bad, bad messaging, bad strategy, and, and it's quite frankly inappropriate. Going back to the finances, I, I mentioned yesterday, I've mentioned it a couple of times, there used to be a, an event called the Trunken Tusk in Arizona that was a huge fundraiser that involved a lot of people, the wealthiest people in Arizona and some other people in the party that would, would buy tables, and it was a big fundraiser for the party. Do you think that some of those people that used to write checks to the party that were involved in party politics, the more affluent members, do you think they will come back? With the right party leadership, they will absolutely come back. In 20, 
2020, I chaired the Republican Legislative Victory Fund. We raised more than three times the amount of money we thought we would need to raise. When people believe in the leadership and they believe that the leadership will use their money wisely and as a steward of their money, they'll come back. And they, they, they did it for me in 2020. I had, you know, I, I had a lot of, uh, you know, people writing checks to me in my, in my campaign for governor. And, and they want to see leaders that respect their money. So the and, la- and so, yes, I believe they will come back. So the last question, then we'll go back to what a statement you made about the misuse of funds. Can you expand a little bit on that? Do you, can you tell us who is misspending the money and how are they uh, misspending it? Well, there's a lot of questions about, you know, Kelly Ward establishing an, an LLC, you know, making the Republican Party an LLC, which I believe is unprecedented. Uh, and quite frankly, I don't understand it. Uh, but I have now also, and I don't have specific numbers, but they threw quite a, a, an election night party. Uh, I've been told it's, you know, well over six figures. Um, bus tour at the end of, of the, the campaign where, again, over six figures spent on a bus tour. I mean, there's just a lot of money. Um, involved, and I think we need some transparency, and people need to be asking asking questions. We we need a full accounting of of the Republican Party's uh, books, and we need to understand you know how they spent it and, and where we, it was spent. Can we expect to see you a part of this change in the Republican Party that you want? Will you be an active member in that change? Well, you know, I have been an elected precinct committeeman for for. 28 years now. Uh, I grew up in the Republican Party. I believe in the principles of the Republican Party. I am a conservative by nature, and I'm not going anywhere. I love this state. The state has been good to me and my family, and I was taught from a very young age, leave it better than you found it. So, so I will be involved however and wherever I can be the most impactful. Ms. Robeson, always thankful for your time and hope to talk to you again. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. That is Karen Taylor Robeson, former candidate for governor. As she said, lifelong Republican, been a precinct committee and wants to be a part of change within the Republican Party. Let's see if that's easier said than done or if many people think it's necessary. We'll talk about that coming up in a moment. Gatos joins me. It's the Big Q poll question of the day. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Good morning. Did you watch the big announcement last night? I watched some of it. I watched most of it. Was he rambling and on and all that stuff? Yeah. I heard Fox News cut out of it because they were well, bored. Well, what they did was Hannity had three people. Um, he had uh, Pete Hegseth. Uh, I think he also had um, um, – who else was it? Leo Terrell, and there was one more, uh, Mike Huckabee, I think it was. Yeah, and, okay. and so he cut away to them to kind of get some reaction about halfway yeah. through the speech. Then they went back to it. But um, it was it was different. It was it was not it wasn't a rant, which I was happy to see. It was a lot more measured. Um, but, you know, is this the right thing to be doing? That's the big question. Well, that's my cue. Donald Trump is running for president again. What's your reaction? Hey. Didn't all the candidates he endorsed just lose in the midterms? B, he will make America great again. C, I can't wait for the next insurrection. Or D, still better than Sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, and see, that's the issue. The issue here is Joe, is Joe Biden going to run for re-election? Oh. There's, now, there's now conversations out there. They're saying, you know who the new one is? They're saying is he may, may jump in. Who? Michelle Obama. That would probably be pretty big for Democrats. Yeah, I can't. But I can't imagine. I could, yeah. Why would they want to? Well, why would Trump want to? I, I don't. I, I've said it. It's so simple. No Biden. No Trump. 
Uh, I don't want the vice president to run. I think she's terrible. Uh, let's see what DeSantis can do, and yeah. let's see who the left can come up with. I, I agree let's with make you. a decision. I, yeah. I agree with you in the sense that there might be time for new blood. We'll see, oh, because gosh, now yeah. the, the former president, we know he brings a lot with his base when he comes out, but he also there's a lot of baggage there. Can he overcome with some Republican voters? That's the big question. Forget independence. Can he win back some of the Republicans? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he can't win an election, man. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't win his re-election. You know, uh, everybody he picked pretty much lost this time around. I just, I, I think if he's going to come out and talk about how it was stolen and it's 2020, I think people are just like, yeah, I'm pretty that's, bored with you. That's, you know what? That's really scary because that's, I said that this morning. So you and I are talking alike. That's worrisome. Well, I mean, I think, I think the whole country's talking like that, too. Yeah. Kato's great question as always. Okay, man. Have right. a good day. Talk to you soon. That's Gatos and the big Q poll question of the day brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Go to KTAR.com. You can vote there and see how other people have voted as well. Coming up just after 9 o'clock, how expensive will Thanksgiving be? There are some numbers out there now, not just about the food that you're going to cook and eat, but how you're going to travel to get there. So we're going to talk about that coming up in just a moment.